Blog Talk Radio. Aloha, and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Hawaii Psychic Geraldine St. Joseph, and this is my show, Your Metaphysical Minute. Today our topic is self-esteem. There's a lot of controversy about self-esteem right now. Different people have different definitions. Some people equate self-esteem with self-confidence. Other people say self-esteem is bad, especially high self-esteem. So we're going to discuss those issues as well as how to create healthy self-esteem for yourself and how to tell whether someone around you is suffering from low self-esteem or if you yourself are suffering from low self-esteem. So the first thing I want to talk about is the definition. Self-esteem, what is it, what it's not. Self-esteem and self-confidence do not go hand in hand. If you have good self-esteem, you generally will show good self-confidence, but self-confidence can be faked. Also, self-confidence comes with where you are and what you're doing. You can be very self-confident in sports or music or some other endeavor that you know that you're good at. It's more accomplishment-based. Whereas you can be self-confident, say, as a singer or as an athlete, but in the rest of your life, you have very low self-worth. Self-esteem is at your core. That is something that you truly believe about yourself. It is the foundation and the basis of who you are or who you believe you are. It also sets you up for what you believe you can do or what you believe you can't do. I found a really good quote online that... um, has an unknown origin, but the quote is, it's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you're not. So I think that's a good place, a good jumping point to start off from. Self-esteem is about belief systems. It's about what you believe you can accomplish, what you believe you deserve, what you believe you're worthy of. Self-esteem is more related to self-worth than it is to self-confidence. Your worthiness is what allows you to be open to prosperity, to love, to good relationships. The way we can see low self-esteem in others and in ourselves is by looking at our relationships. Do we allow people to get close to us? Do we really know who we are? What is our relationship to ourselves? A person with good self-esteem is not afraid to be alone. They don't constantly have to have stimulation around them. Um, They're okay in the quiet. They enjoy the company they keep when they spend time with themselves. People with low self-esteem need constant, constant stimulation. They're always watching television, could be reading a book, listening to music. There's got to be some kind of stimulation going on around them because they are uncomfortable in their own skin. It's sad to watch, and it's very difficult when the person does not have a a sense of their own reality. The first step to gaining self-esteem and to creating good self-esteem for yourself is to know who you are. Get to know yourself. Take the time to be alone, to be with yourself, and really just discover yourself. What do you really like? 
what do you really think? How do you really feel? Allow yourself the time and the space to feel those things. And I've gotten into conversations with different people at different times, uh, arguments as to whether or not it's possible to really do that while you're in relationship, uh, particularly a romantic relationship. My belief is that it's much more effective if you're truly alone, if you really give yourself the space and the time to really explore who you are as a single person by yourself. Um, people who need to be in a relationship all the time, who jump from one relationship right into another, that is a definite sign of, of really low self-esteem. Um, oftentimes people will set up a relationship before they leave the relationship they're in or they always have a second person on hand so that when things fail, as they know it's going to because they know they don't deserve to be happy, and I'm saying that facetiously, um, they continue forward and they're not alone because they're really afraid of being alone because they don't like who they are or they don't have a real concept of who that is. So moving forward from that, know yourself. Get to know yourself. Really listen to yourself. Speak to yourself. And when I say self, I'm saying self with a capital S. It's a part of you. It's your inner being. It's your foundation. And you really need to get to know where you're coming from and what you're standing on. Are you trying to build a castle on sand by gaining respect and going out and looking at outward accomplishments and how other people look at you? Like your whole, if your whole basis of whether or not you're happy is dependent upon someone else approving of who you are and what you're doing, that is low self-esteem. You need to be happy no matter what's going on around you. Uh, another way to judge or to discern whether or not you're suffering from low self-esteem or someone around you is suffering from low self-esteem, we all know those people whose faces change depending on who's in the room. When they're around certain people, they can be very vivacious and funny and outgoing, or maybe when you're alone they're like that. And then in other situations, they're quiet and shy and don't really do much. So if they change depending on who's around them, that is definitely someone with low self-esteem. But like any issue, you need to take care of this yourself. If you are su suffering from low self-esteem, you need to take the steps necessary and you need to do the work to overcome that. There's no magic pill that's going to make everything better, that's going to make you a better person or feel better about who you are as a person. If you're with someone who's suffering from low self-esteem and it's affecting you or affecting the people around you, you may give them support in finding who they are and give them unconditional love to try and open them up and help them move forward in who they really are and step into their power. But it's up to them. It's like being an alcoholic where they need to see it as an issue and they need to see that they need to grow, that it's something that is very personal and something that, that they need to do on their own. Speaking of alcoholism, needing um, liquid courage is also another sign that there's a problem with self-esteem. There's a difficulty happening there. When you have good self-esteem, you have courage. You walk in your integrity. You know who you are. There's none of that sense of, well, 
are people going to reject me? And there's different levels of things. I'm talking about two extremes, someone with very low self-esteem versus someone with very high self-esteem. If every once in a while, once in a great while, you feel like you need a little extra encouragement from outside sources, that's one thing. Constantly looking for that, that's something else. So <clears throat> the first step to self-esteem is self-knowledge, self-awareness. Another way to describe that is to be fully conscious, fully conscious of who you are and where you are and what you're doing, making decisions, being responsible, living in integrity. That's one of my, my keywords is integrity. I find that many people want to give up their responsibilities of things and just hand things over to others and blame everybody else. People who are very critical, who are perfectionists, um, people who are critical of themselves and they're critical of others, they'll point out every little mistake someone else does. And then when you point out a mistake that they do or someone points out a mistake or a wrong that they've done, they get way over emotional and there's all this reaction and they're just reacting to everything and it flows completely out of proportion and spins out of control because they don't know how to temper things. They don't know how in their hearts to not explode. They're either apathetic or they're overreacting. So get to know yourself. Accept responsibility for your own thoughts, words, actions, and feelings. We all have different feelings at different times. Everybody is angry sometimes. If someone has betrayed you or lied to you, it's natural to be angry. You can't be compassionate and loving all the time. The question is, how long do you hold on to that? And where do you come out of that? Have you learned anything from it? So take responsibility for your own actions and your own feelings and feel what you need to feel and then let it go. Allow it to be. Um, one of the things that I found when I was researching this topic was that uh, there's a big movement happening right now where people, there seems to be a dichotomy. One camp is saying that we need to take total responsibility for ourselves, we create our own reality, um, you need to take responsibility for all your decisions, the way you act, the way you react, so on and so forth. Then there's this camp that's like, um, you know, you really have no control over anything. Everything is faded. Uh, let go and let God. And I believe in let go and let God, but there's a different concept to it. This type, um, which uh, I was speaking this morning to um, a colleague, and they called it hiding behind the cross. There's a type that wants to put everything on their religious views and use that as a tool to blame other people for things, to pass judgment on other people, and to put people down and to hold themselves, to try and build themselves up and hold themselves as uh, morally superior. When actually what's happening is they're doing exactly the opposite of what the true faith dictates. So it leaves a great deal of question there about what's happening. So this dichotomy of personal responsibility versus no responsibility, living consciously, 
versus living unconsciously. These are parts of your self-esteem. Someone who has high self-esteem and a good foundation for their self-worth, they will live responsibly because they can take the heat, because they know they do things with purpose. They know they're living with purpose. And that's part of having good self-esteem. You know yourself. You then accept yourself. You love yourself. And you move forward in strength and in your power, knowing that you're here for a reason. You're here for a purpose. And you seek out that purpose. Some people come in knowing what their purpose is. Most of us don't. Most of us have to find it. And we try new things, and we we go in different directions, and we question. And we find our purpose. And in living your purpose and living with integrity consciously, that is good self-esteem. When you're living unconsciously and you're simply reacting to everything going on around you and you depend on other people to feel good, to make you feel good, that is having low self-esteem. You need to realize that mistakes are opportunities. Einstein always said that um, when he was trying to figure things out, he would find a thousand ways not to do it. First, that was his success. He found a thousand ways not to do it. And then finally he would come upon the answer. So he saw each time that he disproved his own theories, not as a mistake or something to be hidden or feared or ridiculed for, but as that's, all right, so that doesn't work, so let's move on to the next thing. And you use it as a building block instead of a stumbling stone. That's very important. You can be ambitious. Follow your dreams. Know what you want. Have a plan. Now, a lot of us say, well, we want to see what spirit is going to show us or what God's going to bring us, and we're open to this and that. But the truth of the matter is that spirit wants to have some idea of what you want. You need to sit down with yourself and figure figure out, okay, what direction do I want to go in? What do I want to feel? What do I want in my life? What do I need in my life? And as you figure these things out, you need to take action. Take the steps to find these things. Take the steps to do these things. And just because you have a setback doesn't mean that you're on the wrong path. It just means that you need something to push up against. Now, from that point of view, I'll give an example. Um, You look at American Idol, for example. There's only one winner out of all those people. There's only one winner. However, if you look at the people who have become successful after American Idol, there are several people who did not win the show, but who used it as a starting point, as a jumping off point, as a, a showcase so that people could see them, to give them opportunities, and they still went for it. The fact that they were voted off, or rejected by the audience, however you want to look at it, did not stop them. They continued on their path. They continued on their way. They did not allow their self-doubt to impact them negatively. They did not allow this one small setback to hold them back. They still became successful. So 
you need to look at things that you think of as failures, mistakes, blocks, shortages, and figure out why is that there? What is it there for? What is it trying to tell me? Is it me stopping myself? Because often our own belief systems are what stops us because we're afraid that someone's going to figure out that we're not really who we say we are, that we really can't do all these things. And it's very common to have those kinds of feelings regardless of how accomplished you are. An accomplishment is something outside yourself. You need to feel that way regardless of what's going on around you. You need to have that confidence in yourself and that faith running through you at all times. Other keys to self-esteem are risk-taking. Now, this doesn't mean, you know, you need to go bungee jumping or um, surfing when you know the sharks are out, that kind of thing. But risk-taking so far as stepping out, speaking your truth, moving forward. Risk-taking builds confidence because even if it's something that you decide you don't want to do or something that you don't like, you've tried it, and that gives you a sense of well-being. It helps move you out and helps you decide more and more and define more and more who are you? What do you really like? Um, one of the excuses, that one of the big red flags with low self-esteem, uh, one of the articles I was reading was that people will say, um, that's just not me. And they can give you a laundry list of different things that they don't do or who they don't think they are. Like, I, well, you know, I... I'm not an affectionate person. That's just not me. That is a, a fear of rejection. It's a fear of overstepping the bounds. It's a fear of not being loved. There's so much that goes into that that just screams for attention, that it wants attention. It wants to be loved. Um, people also with self, low self-esteem will... set themselves up at times for failure so that they prove to themselves over and over again that they're not worthy and it doesn't, it doesn't work and it's, it's not going to work. So they, are very, they can become very self-destructive. And this self-destructive behavior can be anything from, you know, cheating on a mate to not finishing a project to overwhelming themselves. Um, Low self-esteem also comes out in things like being a workaholic, where they need the accomplishments, but it's never enough. They never feel like they did enough. No matter how much they did, it never feels complete. They fish for compliments from people, um, where they always are negating whatever the compliment is because they want you to fill it in even more and say, no, no, it really is. Like when you tell someone, oh, you're so beautiful, and they're like, oh, well, I feel ugly today. I'm just, I'm really not that. Pretty. No, no, really, you look great. You look great. They're looking for that. They're fishing for it once you give the compliment, and they're not really fully accepting it. They're not allowing it in. They're not feeling it. They want you to give them more and more. So the second thing is you need to, second, we're probably on like five or six things. I'm sorry. And another thing is that you need to think and speak positively. If you love someone, tell them you love them. 
If you think someone looks pretty, tell them they look pretty. Even if it's a stranger. Did you ever have a stranger just walk up to you and say, you look really nice in that dress? It's very flattering. You're like, whoa, where'd that come from? Thank you is the appropriate answer. People, it's a blessing to put positive emotions out into the world. It's a blessing to be loving and compassionate. It is a blessing that you give to someone to smile at them and look them in the eye. Another sign that someone has very poor self-esteem is when you're speaking to them if they don't look you in the eye. Um, I know that the difference between men and women is women prefer to, to look directly in the eye, whereas men like to have conversations where you're sitting side by side more. That may be something that happens on occasion, and if you're not talking about anything important, like you're discussing the baseball scores or the weather or something like that, that's fine. But when you're discussing how you feel about yourself or how you feel about things, you need to be looking each other in the face, and you need to look in the eye. Part of low self-esteem is being dishonest. Part of self, low self-esteem is not having a passion, not having something that you're shooting for. It's that difference between what you know you're here to do and what you're actually doing. When you're being very mediocre and you know you can achieve greatness, but there's a part of you that you've convinced that you aren't worth that, that you can't do that. And you will fight tooth and nail to hold on to those issues, to hold on to those belief systems that hold you back. A friend of mine gave me a book, and he had written in the book that excuses are the nails that build houses of failure. And when you have low self-esteem, you find all kinds of excuses why you do not have to live up to reality. You do not have to live up to your potential, why you do not have to do any of these things that you were sent here to do. So it can really hold you back. And it affects not just you, it affects everyone around you. Low self-esteem also has its physical impacts. Um, low self-esteem, because you're mind and your spirit are fighting one another, uh, there's different physical manifestations of that, like high blood pressure, um, not following your heart, heart disease, um, not being in the flow um, can cause um, high cholesterol and, and things like that. Also, physically, um, people with low self-esteem will tend to slouch more. They hold their heads down. They don't like to look in your face when you're talking. Things like that are all outward appearances, outward signs that inside this person is not fully developed or is not completely stable. Um, there's a, an immaturity to people who, have, who suffer from low self-esteem. It's an emotional immaturity where they got stuck at some point and didn't grow past that point. We're always growing, or we should be. If you're not growing, you're stagnant. If water is not flowing, it becomes bitter and smelly and draws all kinds of mosquitoes, and it's just not a good thing. Water needs to flow, just like you need to be in the flow. Being in the flow of spirit and having that faith 
and feeling that energy flowing through your body at all times, no matter what else is going on around you, is really what we're all aiming for, to be reconnected with Source, to feel God around us and in us at all times. That is what we're aiming for. And how do we find that? You have to find yourself first. Self-knowledge is the key. That is the most important thing out of everything. Know thyself. Don't judge your neighbor. Don't judge the way someone looks, their appearance, what their faith is. Look at yourself. Turn it inward. Don't be mean about it. But take a real assessment of who you are and if you're where you want to be. If you're who you want to be. Have you been dishonest with someone? Are you being dishonest with yourself? You need to come clean. And you need to be honest with yourself before you can be honest with anyone else. Before anyone can ever truly know you, you need to know who you are. Someone can look in there and see this is your potential. But unless you realize that, it's not going to make a difference. You need to pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Nobody else is going to do that for you. And just like someone with a drug addiction or an alcoholic, you need to do the work yourself. You need to decide that you're worth it because you are worth it. God wouldn't have put you on this planet if you weren't. You wouldn't be listening right now if you weren't. But you need to believe that. So how do we come to these how do we change our belief systems? How do we come to this place where we create a solid foundation for ourselves on which to build the rest of our lives? There's a lot of different things you can do. The main thing is, <coughs> excuse me, whatever it is you choose to do, you need to do it consistently. Self-esteem is not something that once you've accomplished it, it's just there forever and you never have to feed it or nurture it. Self-esteem is something that is nurtured all the time. So my first recommendation is to smile. Not a fake smile, but smile. Laugh easily. Allow yourself to relax and let love flow in. When you smile, your body releases endorphins that make you feel better. So smile. And make sure it's a nice, relaxed smile, not one of those, oh, God, she's making me smile kind of smiles, okay? Keep good company. Be aware of the outside influences, especially when you have low self-esteem. You tend to draw people to you who also have low self-esteem or who are going to uh, support you in having low self-esteem because they need to feel better than you or need to feel superior to you. You need to see who's around you. Are the people around you supportive? Are they loving? Do they really listen when you speak? Do they respect you? And you need to look at this realistically by behavior and the way people act, not by the way you feel. Because oftentimes when you have low self-esteem, the slightest word will send you off into a tailspin and will just become so much more than it ever was meant to be, and you will allow that to completely de derail you. So you need to look at actions. What is really going on? Do they take care of you when you're sick? 
when you don't feel good, um, do they see how you're doing? Do they rub your back when it hurts? Do they listen when you're upset? Are they there for you in times of stress? Those are the things you need to look at to see whether or not this is a good person for you to be around. If it's someone who runs away as soon as there's a problem, this is not a good person for you to be around. This is not a real friend, and this is not a good relationship for you to be in. This is somebody who just just hangs and is not really an actual friend. A real friend will be there through thick and thin, and a real friend will tell you when you're wrong. A real friend will give you honest advice and honest opinions. A real friend will be honest with you. And that's what you're looking for, honesty, because you need to start being honest with yourself. Reward yourself. When you've done something you know is good, when you've helped an old lady cross the street, when you've um, added something to a child's life, when you know that you have behaved in integrity and you've done well, reward yourself. You're worth it. Go get that hot fudge sundae and eat it or take that walk on the beach, or do whatever it is that soothes your soul, that makes you feel good. Definitely reward yourself. Listen to what's happening in your head. Distinguish between the voices. There's so many voices there. Some of them are actually literally from outside that you'll pick up like radio tunes and stuff like that. Others are voices from the past criticizing you. Part of it is your own spirit and part of it's you. So you need to distinguish what's in there and who's saying what, and you need to dismiss anything that's negative. That's not saying don't be honest. If you have done something wrong and you have caused someone harm, you need to rectify that or at the very least apologize, make amends. But if you're telling yourself that you're a bad person all the time or that everything you're doing is wrong, when in reality that is not so, that's when you need to dismiss those voices. One of the things that we do is when we make a mistake, oh, how stupid. I'm so stupid. That was such a dumb thing to do. To say it once when you first do it, you're like, ah, I'm a dummy. In a joking manner is one thing. To say it over and over and repeatedly and beat yourself up over things that's something completely different. That's something you need to dismiss. That's something you need to correct. So listen to yourself, distinguish between the voices in your head, and start being more positive to yourself. React to criticism appropriately. Now, when you suffer from low self-esteem, you react to everything <coughs> very extremely. If someone accuses you of something that uh, you feel isn't true, instead of reacting appropriately, which would be to say, well, you know, I really don't agree with that, but you can have your own opinion. You overreact and you, oh, that set me into a, I would have gone into a deep depression and, oh, it's hurt me so much and how could you say that and da-da-da. And that type of reaction really is um, indicative of someone with low self-esteem and possibly somebody who just really is not honest with themselves because they don't want to look at the reality of things. So that's something to look at. You need to look at what is this person seeing and why. If someone is critical of me, if they say, 
I don't know. Um, say someone says that they don't believe in what I'm doing, that they feel that uh, I'm not really helping people. I need to look at where are they coming from because I know that what I'm doing does help a lot of people and I know that it works and that I am very honest and very authentic in my dealings. Where are they coming from to say that to me? Well, maybe they're not looking at me, maybe they're looking at themselves. Maybe what they're saying is that they're afraid of what I have to say and they don't really want to hear it. Maybe they're afraid of the authenticity because they're inauthentic and they feel that being in the proximity of someone who is real, that their falseness will show. So when someone criticizes you, React to it appropriately. If you overreact, it's not helpful. But think about what they're saying. What is this person seeing and why? Is there any truth to it? Now, if someone said something to me and it hurt, and I examined it and I found out that hmm, maybe it hurt because I did do that. Maybe I didn't realize that I was hurting someone else or I didn't realize that I was doing that or I didn't do it consciously. But maybe it hurt because it's true. So the major issue or, or the major point I want to make is that having good self-esteem, one of the key components to having good self-esteem is living consciously, knowing what you're doing and why you're doing it. Self-esteem relates to self-respect. Someone with self-esteem respects themselves. They know they're worthy. They are very resourceful. When things happen that can seem negative, they overcome those things. And it doesn't mean that they don't grieve or they don't feel. They go through the process that they need to go through, but they're authentic about it. They know that they're going through the process. They are aware of themselves. Self-esteem is a continuous process. It's something where we need to continually be conscious because it's very easy, especially in this day and age, to become apathetic and just spend all day on Facebook or watching television or watching movies. It's really easy to escape, and our society is very geared towards escapism. But you need to act consciously. You need to not fall asleep. You need to wake up. Wake up. Are you awake? Do you think about the effects of what you're saying and doing is going to have to the people around you? And do you consciously make the decision to do no harm? Do you consciously put love out into the world and light instead of judgment? Where are you coming from? Sit with yourself and think about things. Self-esteem is not about what happens to you, how people think about you, what they want from you, or anything of that nature. Self-esteem is about how we respond to the world around us, what we put out, where we're coming from. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Someone with low self-esteem needs constant reassurance. 
They're very dramatic. They overreact. They tend to be shy in many situations, or they brag, one or the other. Um, they tend to need liquid courage and other um, false boosts so that they feel better because they don't know how to just feel good and who they are and what they're doing. When I was researching this online, I found a really good um, website, and it was about, I believe it was called The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem. This is actually a book. And he described the six pillars of self-esteem as um, the practice of living consciously, which we discussed at length, the practice of self-acceptance, willing to accept you, your experiences, your own thoughts and feelings without denying who you are or trying to become someone else just to get somebody else's approval. Uh, the practice of self-responsibility, being responsible for your actions, asking what needs to be done instead of who is to blame, instead of trying to lay blame on other people, actually having the courage to move forward and, and see what needs to be done in the situation. The practice of self-assertiveness, being authentic, living your truth, stepping in every day, walking your faith, and unity, the fifth, um, the fifth principle of the five principles is it's not good enough to know the truth. You have to live it. And that's one of the reasons why I go to Unity Church, because it's about not just preaching and telling everybody else what they're supposed to do, but actually living and changing the world and going forth in the light and really being conscious of your effect on everyone and everything. Um, living life, <coughs> excuse me, purposefully. Identifying your short-term and long-term goals. <coughs> Knowing that you have a purpose. Excuse me, and trying to figure out who that per what that purpose is. Um, and my personal favorite is the practice of personal integrity. Living with congruence between what we know what we profess, and what we do, telling the truth, honoring our commitments, exemplifying in action the values we profess to admire. So one of the things that I see with people with low self-esteem is that they will say that they admire certain things, but then they will never strive to achieve that, or they will never strive to um, emulate that in any way. So they're just saying that they admire it because they think they're supposed to. And people with low self-esteem will tend to change who they are depending on who they're with. They'll change their faith, their religion. They'll change the way they dress. They'll change uh, the things that they do. And they just will do anything in order to fit in and feel accepted. And the fact of the matter is, unless you accept yourself, and love yourself, it really doesn't matter how much the other person loves you or how much they're doing to support you and who you are and to help you become the most you can be. If you're not accepting of who you are, where you want to go, and who you want to be, none of that is going to make a difference. Eventually, you're going to need to find another fix. You're going to need to um, find someone else to boost your ego and to make you feel like you're wanted again because that one person is not going to do it. <coughs> your friends can't do it. 
<coughs> excuse me, only you can do it for you. So you need to, <coughs> oh, excuse me. You need to acknowledge that and realize that only you can make yourself feel good. You know if you're being honest or not. And even if you're asleep, which a lot of people are, it's that feeling that's always there in the pit of your stomach, that sense, that guilt of knowing that you've done something wrong and you're doing something wrong because you're not being honest with yourself. And you're not being honest with yourself, so you cannot be honest with the people around you. Back to discovering who you are. Um, being alone, allowing yourself alone time, allowing yourself... Um, time to go into meditation if that's your way or long walks by yourself or different things like that will help. Um, also to feel better, physical activity helps. Exercising. Don't overdo it. Um, I had a friend who felt like, you know, he had this gym membership and if he was going to use the gym membership, he had to go to the gym every day for two hours a day or at least six days a week. And he had to put two to three hours a day into it, and that was the only way he could do it. That's really not the way to do it. You could put in a half an hour every other day and reap benefit from that, but you need to know your limits, and that was more of a, a way of expression, of um, escaping. You need to figure out what the problem is. Where is your foundation? What is it based on? Even without knowing exactly what the problem is, you can work to build a better foundation. You can figure out who you are. Take self-evaluation quizzes and, um, you know, what are you good at and what color are you and all that kind of stuff just to help give yourself a sense. Uh, not those ones on Facebook, by the way, because most of those are just goofy. But um, there's different evaluation quizzes that you would take, like if you went to a job counselor and that kind of thing to figure out where your strong points are and, and what you need to do for yourself. Realize that you can't control everything. Figure out what you can control and change the things you want to change. Figure out who you are. As I keep saying, accept responsibility for who you are and what you've done. <coughs> Make anxiety your ally and fear your ally. The things that we're most afraid of are usually the things that we need to look at. So if you're anxious about being in a group of people, why are you anxious about being in that group of people? Do you feel like you're not as intelligent as they are? Do you feel like they're going to discover something about you that um, you know you've been doing wrong? Do you feel that they're going to discover something about you that they're not going to like? What is it that is the problem? Go into the anxiety and figure out what it is. Another good thing is to write down your worries. Write them down and look at them. When they're put on paper and you look at them objectively, you'll see how foolish they are most of the time, that it really doesn't make sense that you would put so much time and energy into worrying about these things. Always smile and be courteous and fill your heart with love as much as possible. Really focus. Oh, one of my favorite things is to tell my clients to look in the mirror. <coughs> Excuse me. Look at yourself straight in the eyes. Look dead in your eyes. Don't avert your gaze or just basically look at your figure in the mirror, but 
look in your eyes in the mirror and tell yourself that you love yourself. Tell yourself all the great things, all the great things that you can do, all the great things that you have done, and all the great things that you're going to do. And do that every day for a week. And just look in your eyes and look in the mirror and see how that feels. And after a week, see if you feel any different, if you feel any stronger. Well, we're down to the end of the show. Again, it's your Hawaii psychic, Geraldine St. Joseph, with your Metaphysical Minute. Today's show is on self-esteem. If you want more information about me or would like to connect with me, my website is psychicinhawaii.com. My telephone number is 808-261-7866. Remember, I'm on Hawaii time. Right now it's six hours earlier than the East Coast because we just uh, hit, I guess, daylight savings time. Remember, do your homework. Get to know yourself. Become familiar with yourself. Spend time alone, completely alone, evaluating and looking at who you are and loving you. Have a good day.